Hello and welcome to another episode of the Malice and Pete podcast. Today we are talking to James Bowles and Denise Madams who are members of the corporate and commercial team at Malice and Pete about buying and selling your business. Deciding to sell your business is one of the most important decisions a business owner will ever make. Here are some steps you may go through and top tips. So welcome both. Thank you. Thanks. So James, how do I prepare the business for sale? Preparing the business for sale is probably something you want to do well in advance of actually marketing your business for sale. You'll want to make sure that all of your employment contracts are up to date, that you're in line with all the statutory regulations and that your sort of general commercial contracts are also in place. This makes it a lot easier when it comes to things like due diligence later on in the transaction and also it helps marketing the business for sale itself. When you get initial questions from people, um, you'll find they'll ask you for specific documents that they want to see. So if you've prepared those in advance, they're easy to hand over and it makes the transaction progress more smoothly. Thank you both. So Denise, how do I value my business? Difficult question. It's one of those funny things. You'll find if you ask three accountants the same question, it'll all come up with different values (laughs) for you. It very much depends on what perspective you're looking at as to if you're buying or selling. Uh, There are various methods you can look at, the net asset value of the business, you can look at the value of just the fixed assets if perhaps you're a a property investment company. What we would say is whether you're buying or selling, the valuation side of things you really need to talk through with your accountant or if you haven't got an accountant then obviously we can talk to you about accountants that we are familiar with, we know we've done these transactions before. Great, that's good. Denise, could you also explain what are the heads of terms and why are they important? Yes, heads of terms really are the preliminary steps, or preliminary points you've agreed really between the parties. So when someone comes to you and you say, do you want to sell your business, do you want to buy a business, you initially set out what the price is going to be, um, what conditions there might be attached to the sale, whether there's any guarantees that need to be removed, or if there's any banking or finance needs to be removed. You also set out generally in principle what the sellers generally are going to do going forwards, whether they're going to assist you long term in the business because of their relationships with clients or whether they're just going to do a a handover and be available as and when for a telephone call if needed. Uh, The heads of terms are useful because at the outset everybody is focused on what they want to achieve and as the transaction progresses, as information comes out, you can sometimes forget what you agreed at the outset and although heads of terms themselves aren't binding, what you can do is look back and remind yourself what you did agree at the time. And you can say, well, we did agree this point, and you know, now the negotiations yeah. have gone down the line. Sometimes you get some you know, different points raised and you can end up with some contentious issues. And if you can all go back and go, no, actually, what we meant to do at the outset was this, so we're gonna continue with what we planned. Perfect. James, question for you then, what is due diligence? Due diligence is the process where the buyer will ask quite a long extensive list of questions about the business and they'll try and find out as much information as they can about the business. It's a useful tool for both buyer and seller. Um, For the seller it's an opportunity to make sure that you can get prepared for disclosures later on in the the process which uh, will form part of the disclosure letter which helps you later on. Um, For the buyer, it will highlight potential risks and issues that you might want covered in the agreement later on and it also might give you an opportunity to renegotiate the price or the pricing structure. Cool. Thanks for explaining that. So after due diligence then, James, what is the next step? Agreements and what could you tell me about this? 
The next step, yeah, is, is to do the, the main purchase agreement. That's called, if you're doing a share purchase, it's the share purchase agreement. If it's an asset purchase, it's an asset purchase agreement. That agreement is the real main document of any transaction when you're buying or selling a company or business. Um, and its job is really to make sure that both the seller and the buyer are protected as well as outlining the terms of the agreement and how completion is going to go forward. Um, alongside the asset purchase agreement is something I mentioned earlier which is the disclosure letter. Um, very common in agreements you'll have things that are called warranties and these are a set of sort of statements of fact that the seller will give to the buyer um, allowing him to um, say how the company is set out and if there's any um, warranties that are sort of untrue or there's something that needs to be disclosed against that's where the disclosure letter comes in you you list reasons why those warranties aren't true and then that gives the seller protection later on um, from any kind of potential warranty claims. It also allows the buyer to consider their position. So if there is something fundamental that comes out, it's an opportunity before completion has taken place to, again, look at the terms, renegotiate, decide if there's a problem yeah. um, that needs to be discussed before we move on to completion. That's great, thank you. So, Denise, what should you consider when selling your business? It's, it's, a, it's a funny one for the seller because the transaction is generally buyer-driven because they're the ones that are interested. So they ask all the questions, they generally prepare the documentation and it's the sort of the seller is generally running around trying to please the buyer in some respects. But from the seller's point of view, one of the main parts of the transaction for the seller is getting paid. And how is your buyer going to fund the transaction? It's something you need to work out very early on and it ought to be included in the heads of term stage. So you need to think about, is your buyer proposing to pay you all the money up front, which is probably the best because you walk away and you don't have any risk, or are they looking potentially to pay you by instalments? And then when you get into matters like instalment payments, you need to think about are you secure going forwards? Because in that arrangement, what technically you are doing is you are lending the buyer the money to pay you because you are giving them time to pay. So if you're giving them time to pay and you are in a lending situation, what you need to make sure is that you're going to be secured and you need to ask the buyer whether they're prepared. If it's a purchaser who's a corporate, you need to ask them if they're prepared to give you any sort of corporate guarantees. Uh, any personal guarantees from any directors or whether there's any property you can put legal charges on. Um, so you need to consider really the length of time you're going to get paid, how much the instalment payments are and what potential risk there is of you not getting paid and how really to avoid losing out once you've sold your business. That's great, thank you. Thank you both for taking part in today's podcast episode about buying and selling your business. So thank you for taking part. Thank you. As always, if you found this podcast episode helpful, more videos are available on our website or you can call us today on 01708 78 4000.